I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to Behind the Glass, the Seen Through Glass podcast. I'm your host, Sam. This is Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Good afternoon. Oh, I didn't think you were going to say anything, but that's okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we are in Tony's ongoingly built new showroom. This isn't going very well, is it? Your new showroom, which is still office. not built. Offices. New office. New office. We're, we're in, it's, it's improving every time we film here. <clears throat> it's improving. Um, we've got desks today. We've got chairs. There's a little side table over there. Hopefully one day it will look really good. And we'll work from here. And we'll work from here and we'll do podcast shows from here. Yeah. Anyway, if this is your first time ever watching Behind the Glass, uh, this is the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the automotive YouTube scene and the car scene in general. Tony is the automotive insight man. I am the social media insight man. And together, we make a force that makes not much sense at all, (laughs) ever. Um, So please bear with us. However, you can subscribe here on YouTube to watch podcast episodes every week. They go live on Sunday evening. So hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell to make sure you get notifications if you do subscribe. If you want to hear us, only if you don't like seeing our faces which I don't blame you about at all you can listen to us on soundcloud.com forward slash seen through glass or on iTunes podcasts right and brief housekeeping out the way as you probably heard I do have a little bit of a cold I've just got back from Norway with the Team Galag snow tour which was exhausting um, but the most important thing that I want to talk about the thing that I missed whilst I was away is Tony collected his brand new Lamborghini Huracan Performante. I did. <laughs> and have you bought a matching jacket? No. <laughs> I was so excited that maybe you had. Uh, if you haven't <laughs> seen pictures of this car, it is one of the best spec'd Huracan Performantes, I think, in the world. What is the actual color called? Do you know? Verde Hydra. Ver- which is a very, very dark green. It's probably the green that I was actually aiming to go with my Porsche 718 Cayman wrap. Um, but I'm actually happy with how my wrap turned out. And Tony's jacket today, for those of you who are listening only, is a very close color to the color, <laughs> color of his lap. Mate, that is Verde <laughs> Green. Verde Hydra. Verde. No, what? That's just a Verde. It's like a car key. If you stood next to your car, you would blend in with it. Okay. <laughs> Tell me everything. What do you want to know? Well, t- is it good? It's incredible. Because last time I saw you, you were terrified about this incoming car. I was terrified because I don't like Lamborghinis. Well, there you go. And now you've got one. Uh, b- but you love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Okay. I need to make it very clear. I'm still not a fan of Lamborghini, the brand. But this car is incredible. What is it about this car that is so good? Because I haven't driven it. No, you need to. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> you will. Uh, it reminds me of a Ferrari. Okay, but, but so my experiences of hurricanes is first they're uncomfortable. I don't really fit in them. They make great noise. They're quite easy to drive, but they don't give you much more. That it, it's always felt like a poser's car in a brilliant kind of way. Like don't get me wrong, I think that's a fantastic attribute of that car. But I've never really gone in it and gone. I really want to push this. And I, the only time I have is was in a hurricane spider in California and. I don't know, but, uh, uh, uh. but they're diff- they're just they're different cars. So what? So the Performante, it, what? It just feels more alert, feels terrifying, yeah, yeah. feels feels light on its feet, it just purposeful. Doesn't, yeah, no understeer. It it feels like a Ferrari. It, it does look very freaking mean. Yeah, like it does. Really, like I came around the corner today, saw it parked outside. I was like, hello, hello, Tone is got a Lamborghini. <laughs> So weird. I never thought I'd be saying that. But no, nor did I. Well, you said something the other day in Paul Wallace's video, Supercars of London, which shocked me to the core. I actually paused it for a second, threw up in a bin, and then kept watching. You said that you wouldn't sell a Huracan Performante to buy a Speciale, the car that since I've met you, you've been trying to buy. For sure. Now, maybe I wasn't that clear in that because I was in the moment. Sure. This... The reason why I said that is because it's all things considered. So I'm considering age of car, mileage, price, the performance. Multiple factors multiple rather than factors. car versus car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. But Tony, you've wanted a speciale all your life, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, since it's been out, not all yeah. my life. It's been out for years. I know, but still, all the life that I've known. Yeah. You. Um, this is a huge thing. You're, you keep saying it like it's like a such a blase, like yeah, but I'm considering all the factors. But like that's your like hero car. Like, okay, it put been. it. Okay, put it this way then. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't swap it for a speciale now. Right, but. It would be very hard for me to choose between that and the 488. Because, ah. I, because I think the 488 is a better car than the Speciale. Okay, well, hold on a sec then. Because the most interesting question, I guess, supposed to be, is that this week we started to see the first supposedly leaked images of the 488 Speciale GTO lightweight, super fast, whatever it's going to be called. Ask the question, son. <laughs> <laughs> Would you swap your Hurricane Performante for a 488 GTO Super Lightweight Speciale? In a heartbeat. <laughs> there we go. There we, we go. We knew that was coming. That's true. If you had to sell your 488 Spider or the Hurricane Performante, which would it be? See, that's it's close. See, now that is fascinating to me because I think a lot of people have written off the 488. You know, people who've driven it and people who've just seen it or have heard about it. For some reason, that car did not get across how great I think, and I know you think it is. That's why um, I bought one. Yeah, that's, I mean, and you bang on, and, and, and we had Emma here, and she was saying how much she loved it, and it's a well-known thing on this podcast, again, if you're joining us for the first time. <laughs> Tony owns a beautiful red Ferrari 488 Spider, which he loves, and it has become the theme of this <laughs> podcast. So it, it comes time. up every single week. <laughs> and the hilarious thing is that our American colleagues, uh, the Salamandrian team over in uh, America, what uh, do they know? They bash the 488 week they in, week out. Yeah. And we love, love the 488 week yeah. in, week out. So something's going wrong. But you think that the 488 Spider is as good as the Hurricane Performante in terms of how it makes you feel? It, how it makes me feel, exactly. Because, yeah, we're not, we're not pretending like they're actually competitive on track. They're not, they're not no, competitive. No, very different cars. Completely Absolutely. different cars. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the sensation you get, that is quite... I think that's amazing. Yeah. 
But you need to, I know you're sort of on the fence because you're not a Lambo fan, mm. similar to me. Mm. You need to drive it, mate. Yeah. It's incredible. I need to check it out. I absolutely need to check it out. I think it's it's definitely, you know, we're going to get onto a second, uh, the sort of lap times and performance of this car. For sure. But, but everyone is saying that once they get in it, the sensations and the feelings are, are, are incredible. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and definitely not like any sort of other Lambos that they've experienced. Just to come on to quickly the 488, whatever. Can we just call it the 488 Speciale for now? Yeah. Because it's a bit annoying. We don't actually know the name. If you missed it, earlier this week, uh, there was a sort of leaked image of what looked like either an internal briefing or maybe a sort of potential uh, customer, VIP customer Did you event. like it? Yeah, but it was such an awful photo. Like, yeah, it wasn't The quite. car was on a slant, on a stand. Like, it was at a weird angle. A lot of the sort of, you know, renders that we've seen to date, you know, kind of had similar features. So, it's hard to know. Yeah. And fundamentally, for me, it's all going to come down to the stats of that car. Or yeah. what it's like to drive. Because... I think it's, a, I actually quite like the way the 48 looks already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And a slightly more aggressive version, <clears throat> great. But if you look at any of the cars, 360 to Challenge Stradale, 430 to Scud, 458 to Speciale, the visual differences are very small. They're very, very minor. So I'm not expecting much revolution. Um, but I just want to know what the performance is going to be like. But if you ever notice with Ferrari, they do two models of the same and then they change the model completely. So if you think 360, 430, they never changed it a lot. Oh, you're 458, right. 488. And three four eight three five five exactly, and then they change. Mm. They could have a complete revamp. That's very interesting. I hadn't thought about that. So the new f the four eight eight replacement yes is set to be which should be called the five twelve just for lol whatever they call it. <laughs> it will probably look like a spaceship, like seven twenty. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, seven twenty. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but the few things did you did you get a chance to look through the sort of you know the actual leaked information that came out as long as well as the picture of the car so I saw something about 750 horsepower around 750 horsepower and Incredible. they're reckoning around 40% lighter yeah 40% that is ridiculous yeah. and as quick, if not quicker, than a LaFerrari. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it's insane. gonna be it's gonna be nuts. This thing. They are. We are expecting it to be fully revealed or formally revealed at Geneva Motor Show. Um, uh, at the moment, as I say, there's no confirmation on the name. A lot of people are rumoring the fact that it's gonna be called GTO. We have talked about this before on the podcast. So sorry for anyone who's already listened to some of the previous episodes. But we're both so excited about this car. <laughs> it's all we're gonna talk about. Even um, though I have a Lambo, yeah, I still oh, there we go. And deadly excited. But now there's been like a sort of officially leaked photo. Yeah, it's like yeah. even more exciting you it know feels, it's coming yeah it feels yeah. real um, okay well look, let's go back to the Huracan Performante and, and what we were talking about with lap times because I want to touch on the Grand Tour um, yeah. so I've been watching a lot of the Grand Tour season 2 as I know you have and I want to delve into that in two seconds but the reason that it made me think of it is because the Performante set the most insane blistering lap time on the new sort of Top Gear track with the new Top Gear test driver stick replacement type thing the lady um, yeah the, the lady, the lady. Uh, it's not Miss Emma Walsh by the way um, <laughs> but, but that I mean that's another proof in the pudding that must have made you so happy when you saw how quick the car well, was well do you know what I had to do when when because I literally I didn't mean to but I released my car on the on the day of the Grand Tour oh so really so I was getting so many messages oh, that's oh my amazing God. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't put two to. and two together yeah so so I told everyone that I bought it on the Friday. It was a big surprise. Okay. And then and then the Grand Tour came out. I didn't even know they were reviewing the car. So anyway, um, smashed the lap record. Yeah. I had to go back. It didn't actually, it didn't beat the Vulcan. But okay, the fine. But, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Tony. I'm with okay. you. Yeah, yeah. So 
I had to go back and watch the 720 one again to see if they'd done it in the wet or the dry. Yeah, because you couldn't of believe how... Fast... how... Yeah. Well, in today's episode, which I know you missed, um, they did the Ford GT. Okay. Don't tell me. No, tell me, actually. I don't care. Tell me. What do you reckon? Faster. Really? Not faster? I think two seconds slower. I nearly swore. <laughs> <laughs> really? PC channel, don't demonetize me, even though this channel's not monetized yet. Thanks, YouTube. <laughs> but 10,000 subscribers. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much. Actually, thank you so much, because I did mean to thank everyone that has already subscribed. I think we're both, we've both been blown away yeah. by the support. People for like this, us. Yeah, for this. <laughs> people like me, Tony. No, people like Tony. They, yeah, don't, they yeah, don't like yeah. me. I'm just here to facilitate your annoying jokes. Um, but yeah, we've been blown away by the support. So huge thank you to everyone that has already subscribed. 10,000 of you in a little over, or just under a month, actually, um, which is incredible. So here is to the next 10,000 and however far it may grow, but it's great to see uh, that you guys are enjoying it please uh, you know let us know any thoughts any feedback how you want us to develop it I am trying to implement some changes to the way that these videos come out um, I, I did a post on Twitter that I'm looking for a sort of uh, a b-roll editor uh, an experienced editor who can come along and sort of add some b-roll graphics just to kind of spice up these videos so you don't have to literally stare at our faces for 35 minutes I do think that are you not looking painful. for a new host as well <laughs> I hate you so much <laughs> I'm so annoyed I gave you this opportunity to become a figure on my channel. Um, but yeah, so uh, it, as I say, experience only editors, um, uh, I'm looking for for that. Uh, and then also, a lot of you have been saying make the episodes longer. But no, the reason we're doing 35 minutes is firstly, I think majority of people's commutes are around 35 minutes. I think any longer than that, some people start cutting cuts That's our off core and, audience? That's yeah, where we want to be? Yeah, commutes. That's when okay, I listen fine. to podcasts. Okay. Not that I commute. Uh, a lot a lot but you know <laughs> but you I, used I, to. I travel I used, used to, to. I, I used yeah. to there we go um, so yeah 35 we're sticking at 35 minutes basically but but let us know anything you want us to talk about anything else you might want us to add and change and guess etc you lived in London and you went to school in Eton <sighs> I didn't go to school in Eton <laughs> I didn't I went to the rival school <laughs> the rival back, back to the grand tour though uh, have you been enjoying it what are your thoughts of season 2 Better than season one. Absolutely. Yeah. I really, like, season one, I kind of forced myself to watch like three, four maybe episodes. I'm genuinely excited when each of the episodes are coming out for season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do personally think that there's still too much like scripting and... Uh, I, now having been in this world, know too much about the behind the scenes to see when it's being set up. Yeah. You know, like today's episode, again, sorry for anyone who hasn't seen this, but they did a, a segment where it was uh, Clarkson and Hammond driving two classics and May in a brand new Civic Type R. And James May was playing the part of classics are crap, go modern, which made no sense to me at all because he has forever been the He's classic classic guy. cars. He's got classics yeah. cars. And he even talks about a Nürburgring lap time as a Civic Type R attribute when he hates Nürburgring, Nürburgring. lap time. So it was really weird. And it was almost like they realized halfway through because Clarkson Hammond start going like, you know, it's weird May's doing this because he owns classic cars and stuff. But it was just a bit weird. And I, I feel like they kind of forgot halfway through the characters that they were supposed to be playing. Yeah. So that does annoy me. But the challenges, the way it is filmed. Oh, Tony, if only we had those budgets. Do you think, do you think it's, the way it's filmed is better than the old Top Gear oh my god yes well it's an evolution and they took that crew with them I think or the yeah. majority of that crew with them which is why it feels so 
absolutely top gear. Yeah. Um, but it is just shot in the most amazing way and edited yeah. in the most brilliant way. And that saves them from the slightly sort of painful setup moments, I think. Because when it was top gear, it was very natural, wasn't it? The it way was, that well, I think the thing was later on, not maybe. So yeah, much, not so much. What I've learned um, uh, about this. So, for those of you that don't know, um, I have had some uh, meetings and experiences, and spoken to lots of different people who have worked on that show at various times. And uh, the the initial series were scripted in a certain element, but there was a natural chemistry between the yeah, yeah, three yeah. of them, like us. <laughs> <laughs> this is all scripted. <laughs> I think over time they were then nervous that that was wearing down a bit, and there was a you know uh, Andy Stevens, Andy Stevens, no, uh, oh my he's god, he's the director. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, is it Andy Stevens? Andy w- w- Williams. Will- oh, Andy. Oh my god, I've had it. Okay, Will- Wilma. 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 Oh my god, what guys, help us out. Yeah, yeah. The fourth one, uh, you know, very much shares that sense of humour and. <sighs> The jokes are the right thing. It's the same banter. It's just a bit set up. That's yeah. the problem. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah. You know, it's not natural. Maybe um, they've run out of ideas. So. I think so. It's only so long. How many years have they been, you know... Tw- on, 12 and then on second screen season. together. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're getting a bit ca- caught up in stuff now. All I want to say is that I'm really enjoying season two. And it'd be great to know your thoughts. Are you watching Grand Tour season two? Top Gear. Top Gear's coming back any day now as well. So we've got Matt LeBlanc, Rory Reid and Chris Harris. coming. So we're going to be like inundated with amazing car content. We're Plus screwed. YouTube. We're screwed. <laughs> Plus We're YouTube. Screwed. How do we compete? You do. How? You just got to get on. I'm sorry. When I watch those shows, Grand Tour or Top Gear, I am blown away. Like, I watch it jaw drop. Like, how do we even begin to compete with this? But stuff? then that's your inspiration, isn't it? That's your goal. I guess. That's where I guess. It comes from. But anyway, it, it's a, it's a, it's a exciting time, I think. Um, but a worrying time for my own channel. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, check it out. Grand Tour Season 2. If you haven't been watching it, I do recommend giving it a go. There are a few dodgy episodes, but the majority of the season has been good so far. Yeah. Um, now... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Moving on from that, something I want to bring up. Uh, since we last saw each other, I went and test drove the brand new Audi RS4. And? Well, you know what? I really liked it. I re- the, th- the issue I had is it was a brilliant Audi. Yeah. And that's, that's all I had to say about As it. As they normally are. <laughs> it was just really good. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I was very happy to have the experience. I love Audis and RS4, very cool car. But I didn't have much more to say about it apart from it's really good. Mm. Um, but the one thing I did mention in that video was... Could it be the perfect car to drive around the world in? And it's something I want to pick up and talk to you about and say, what do you think, Tony, would be the perfect car to drive around the entire world? So we're literally, let's say we're starting in LA and you're doing an entire lap of the world. Okay, so what comes to mind right away now, because you put me on the spot? Don't say it. (laughs) Please don't say it. Porsche. Okay. Phew. <laughs> oh, no, Porsche can say four eight eight. No, I, I thought you say RS six. No, no, anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Porsche. Porsche. Yeah. Nine eleven. Okay. Nine nine one. Okay. Dot two. Okay. <laughs> I love Porsche. Keep going. GTS. Oh. You know what? I, that is like one of the most, the best things you've ever said because I think it's a fabulous idea. Mate, everything I say on is the best. No, no, I disagree entirely. <laughs> Do you know what though? I was thinking about this on the way over. That would be great until I think you got to like Guatemala or like deepest, darkest Africa. Do you want a Porsche? Do you want to park up a Porsche in India? Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because but- it's a Porsche. The thing about the RS4 is that D-Badge it, it's just an Audi. Do you know, I don't think anyone would bat an eyelid. It's just, you can make it really mucky. But you want to drive bat- that in the twisties, in the sunshine? Yeah, but would it... I, I, I'm going to change my mind in a second and tell you the car that I would take. But I, I just think for every amazing Swiss Alps road that you have with the sun, you've also got... A par- uh, you know, barreling across an Egyptian desert or driving through Vietnam or, you know what, you're driving around the world, you've got every, and a, and a 911 it's still quite a low car, like, you know, once you start into the bumpy stuff it, don't get me wrong I'm so with you, but I think it's unrealistic and bags, if you're driving around the world, you need a lot of bags, where are okay, you going to put I've got them? another one then <laughs> go <laughs> new Bentley Continental okay, I think, I think Okay, but the <laughs> do you want a Bentley in Delhi? Actually, Delhi's probably all right, but do you want a, Delhi, do, yeah. do you want a Bentley in I don't know where? Like I just okay. Can I say something? Of course, I'm going to go with Range Rover Sport SVR. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> don't say that. Firstly, they're brilliant cars. Secondly, they've just facelifted it. It looks amazing. It does look nice with a carbon bonnet, actually. But Range Rovers are everywhere. They're all over the world. Ranger, you just, they're everywhere. Even in Africa. Even in Africa. Probably not the new ones, but, but I think they are the new ones. Well, they're, anyway. the, they're the UK versions that, that have. Don't been... do that joke. <laughs> Tony's implementing that they're all stolen, but anyway. <laughs> Ranger is everywhere. It's incredibly capable. 
it sounds amazing. The new one does 0 to 60 in some stupid time, like 4.2 seconds or something ridiculous. Okay. Full up with luggage? Full up with luggage. Super comfortable. You can make the rear seats into a bed. You can fit people in it. So if you're going around the world and you meet, in, meet up with some friends, you've got mates. The 911, you're really stuck to one passenger, which maybe is a good thing if you're a loner like me. But you know, if you've got friends, that you're going to struggle. The only problem with the sport, the time the sport will be an issue, the SVR, is that one day you're on the Swiss Alps and somebody goes, oh, you want to come film my LaFerrari? And you go, yeah, sure, let's go for a cruise. And then you're in a Range Rover. Okay, can I say one more card? Please, because I feel like there needs to be a mid-ground. Okay. Go. So the only one then. Don't say it. McCann GTS. Okay, no, good. I still thought you were going to say RS6. Because <laughs> um, all of you, all of you that are going to be going, oh, RS6 is the best car in the world. <laughs> the problem with you the RS6. Oh, my God. <laughs> The problem with the RS6 is, um, what was it? I did have a What's few. the problem, Sam? I had some. Uh, oh dear. I did think of some. Well, anyway. There isn't a problem with it. Oh, I did think of some. Damn it, this is so awkward. I've ruined my okay, own it's argument. it's comfortable, it's fast, there's loads of room. It's understated. Everything that you've just said, it's quite, it's, the fuel economy's not bad on a run. Where would you like me to end? <laughs> 20,000 mile, two-year service plan. <sighs> yeah, it probably is, isn't it? Yeah, it is the best all-round It's the most depressing ever thing yeah. I've ever heard, but you if you are going to drive around the world, it probably... Do they do an... No, I know the answer to this. They don't do an RS6 all-road, do they? No, mate. Could you make one? No, mate. Why not? Hashtag project car. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Oh. Reversed bagged. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I don't think it would work. You were going to say McCann GTS? Yeah. Brilliant car. Yeah. I want one in life. And it probably would be quite good. It would be a good one to go around the world in, I think. But it's, a, again, Porsche. I would just... I'm being a real snob, but I would just be nervous being somewhere where you had to park even a, you know, McCann. It's still got a Porsche badge. It's still a quite a glossy car. You're right in the sense that an Audi or even a even a uh, Mercedes, I think, still has a bit more stigma than Audi. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like like a like the E sixty three wagon. Yeah, the E sixty three S. That's lovely. Still have an Oris. Oh, uh, loser. <laughs> um, so just because there was quite a theme there of SUVs, something we haven't done since the return of this format is Tony's. Top tips for car buying people out there. Are we still we, doing this? He had a catchier name last time, didn't it? Tony's tips. Tony's, Tony's tips. tips. We are still doing this, but not as regularly as we once thought we were. Um, <laughs> but SUVs. The world is obsessed. I am obsessed, as I think most of the audience over on the main channel know. Um, any S Okay, let's do three SUVs to buy or not to buy or to get out of or to get in right now. Tony's tips. So to get in... McCann GTS. You don't think they're going to do a, a new version like the Cayenne they've just updated? When's the new McCann coming? Uh, I, th I think they'll launch it next year. So it's like 18 months away. Okay, they so you've got so a bit of time to get in. We've got a bit in. of time, but then the GTS will be after then. So yes, of course. But yeah, okay. So, but, but you say so a McCann GTS. Yeah. yeah McCann yeah. GTS get in. What are they? 60? 60, a decent spec, like 66, 67? pretty amazing value for money when you think of the new Mercedes GLC 63S is like 79 or something and will be worth 50p yeah <laughs> so to McCann GTS's hold value yeah so an average McCann GTS after a year and about 8 to 10,000 miles are still list 
No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly. They, they For got, an SUV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh my they, God. Why have we not got... I, six why, month why have I not got one? You bought a Cayman. <laughs> I did buy a Cayman. Um, wow. Okay. McCann GTS. Get in. Okay. I think that's good. We should go and drive one of those. We haven't yeah. done that on the channel. Let's do that on the channel. I've got one coming. Do you guys want to see that? You've got one coming? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. In March. Older one. Guys, do you want to see a McCann GTS video? Let us know. Comment below. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and here on YouTube. Um, okay. Great. McCann GTS. Get in. Uh, I, I have to say a Range Rover. Because... You've got to have a Range Rover. Because they're the best. Because they're the best. I still... That's always going to be my mentality when it comes to SUVs. Uh, they're the best. And the, So the new shape... Yeah, the new shape. What do you think of that big new hybrid? The Vogue hybrid. Because yeah, yeah. JLR are trying to go super electric. They did that whole mission statement saying yeah, that in are. 2020 or 2022, all of their fleet are going to be electric. Yeah, yeah. So Range Rover are going to have to start moving over. Um, oh, sorry. Remind me in a second. <laughs> Range of Evoke Hybrid, do you think that's going to be a winner? Not now. Not now. Too soon? Too, too soon. Too, and too expensive. expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of too expensive, uh, again, another sort of shot or, or leak that you might have come across, which I don't know if you did, uh, the announcement or the hint towards a Range Rover Coupe. Two-door. I saw it. Okay. So, do you want to know something? Did I call you about this? No. I saw it. We haven't really spoke because you've been away. Four, six months ago. Four, six, four to six months ago. I got a call from my JLR mates because I'm always trying to buy every Jaguar, as you now know, since the Autosport Awards when I declared my Project 8 fail, um, saying JLR are making a very bespoke two-door Range Rover, limited units, big SVR, big power, collector's edition. You want to know the price? Does it start with a one or two? <laughs> <laughs> well, considering they just launched that Defender... V8 Defender for yeah, £150,000 £150, for a Defender when you could go out and take one to any Defender tuning company and do it, it for 20 grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. £250,000 <laughs> for the two-door Range Rover Coupe. Now, this was four to six months ago. It was a very initial... Basically, they weren't asking me because they knew I didn't have that money. But they really? called up and said, do you know anyone who might be interested in this type of car? should we be building it? And I was like, well, you're clearly building it. Uh, <laughs> and no, I don't know anyone who would want to spend 250 grand on a Range Rover. So wait a second. That is an inconvenient Bentayga. Uh, I think it will be cooler. I don't know what... I think it's bespoke. I don't think it's on a platform. I don't think they've taken a Range Rover Sport and shrunk... Like, I think it's... What's the point of a two-year two-door SUV? SUV's supposed to be... Oh, it'd be cool though, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> Why not? I think it'd be awesome. I would have it. Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I love the idea because I love the Range of a Sport SVR and I'm assuming that's what it's based on. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. I think you lost it. I did lose it. But you think, okay, so, so wait, going back to what we were supposed to be talking about, you reckon the new shape Range Rovers, big and sport, are good ones to get into? Um, or just So I'd say SVR. Because if you look okay. at SVRs of the previous shape, yeah. although they are a lot of money to buy new, yeah. they haven't tanked. Okay. So yeah. new, they were like 105? 105. 105. And, and They're like 80 with 20,000 miles on them. That's not bad, is 2015 it? 2015 Yeah, cars. that's not bad. That is not bad at all. When you consider the VAT, 20% VAT. So really the car was only 80 grand plus VAT. Sure. 
So it hasn't really lost any money. No, I, 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 it's, a, it's a great shout, I think. Um, two quite expensive cars there, though. <laughs> Classic us. Um, what are your sort of, you know, bargain, your 30 grand... I know it's not really <laughs> your pick of the month. It's not what I do. Uh, I know it's not what you do. <laughs> but I'm just talking about from a general consumer point, you know. Okay, is it as a, as a, used, as a used car? Yeah, okay. I guess, yeah. If you want to get into a nice SUV, but it's around the 30 grand mark rather than the 60 or 100. Okay, so I can only go on what I sell and what I do well with and of what course. don't cause me too many problems. Absolutely, and please. that's KN Diesel. K. You know what? Funnily enough, uh, Harvey from AV Engineering, the guys who look after my Ferrari 360, has got a KN Diesel yeah. that he picked up for 35 grand and he loves it. Yeah. It's fully spec. It's got like literally every option ticked. Yeah. And he's like, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good shout, Tony. Well yeah, done. Yeah. God, you know what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> so there you go. There you go, guys. Have it. I, as I said, uh, SUV is super popular, something that I'm always happy to talk about because I love them. Um, do we have any idea how long we've been today? Let me oh, see if you, I can. You normally put a watch on. I know. I kind of messed up there. It's because I'm jet lagged. Thirty we're minutes. We're thir- we've got five minutes. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> if you, have we run out of things to say? Yeah, that was the end of my list. Anything you want to say? <laughs> we can make it a short episode. Let's say I'm jet lagged from the one hour time difference in Norway. <laughs> okay, so how was your trip then? Oh, the trip was amazing. The trip, you know what? The trip was absolutely incredible. Um, for those of you say that don't know or don't watch over, if you haven't seen the videos from the Team Galag Snow Tour over on the main channel, youtube.com forward slash seen through glass, you can see three videos I made from that trip. Um, I was invited super last minute, as you know. Um, and so it was all a bit hectic trying to arrange getting there and finding a car that was already there. Um, a lot of you asked, why didn't I take the Porsche or the Ferrari? I just couldn't arrange it logistically. It was very expensive. It was the very Ferrari hard. Ferrari wouldn't have made it. Ferrari wouldn't have made it. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have survived the winter um, so I, I had to have a car that was already there and amazingly Mazda saved the day obviously not the sort of first thing you think about when you think of Snow Tour a very sensible safe and uh, highly specced uh, Mazda, Mazda CX-5 oh okay speaking, the, speaking the of SUVs? yeah speaking okay. of uh, you know affordable SUVs and it was you know what it was actually great I, I really had no expectations of that car it was literally a tool to be used to get from A to B and it was so fun I was the running joke of the group which was great um, it, the safety system I mean, obviously not great for driving on an ice track. I was driving three times faster than anyone else on that trip. Even the, even the Maybach, the Land Londole, um, Because it was just, it just didn't let you die. It saved you every, anyway, enough Mazda fanboying. Um, the trip itself was amazing. Norway, insanely beautiful. Have you ever done any like ice track driving? No, I'd love to. Mate, now you're into your drifting scene. Honestly, it is hilarious. Is it? But you need minimal power. Like, don't do what these idiots did from Team Galag, who, you know, they literally just take the craziest supercars out there. The guy who had the most fun was the E30 BMW M3. Was it? Absolutely. It was the most perfectly balanced, perfectly amount, perfect amount of power, sliding everywhere, just having a brilliant time. Yeah. So he was the one that I think we were all a bit jealous of. So I reckon a Mazda MX-5 rather than a CX-5 or, uh, you know, like... The little bath? Yeah, the little bars, which is essentially the same car. Same car. <laughs> um, but, you know, something like that, which is, you know, I would go in a 330i or a 235i yeah, rather yeah. than an M2, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of companies that do them. John Marker, you know John Marker? No. John Marker has a company. I'll share, I'll share his details with you. Thank but anyway, you. I recommend you trying to do it. And anyone else out there, as I say, they, are, they can be very expensive, these trips. But if you have the opportunity to go out there and do some ice track driving, it is a huge amount of fun because it's safe. Yeah. It's, you know, 
there's still a lot of danger involved. Um, I was convinced I was going to fall through the ice at various moments, uh, even though it's like 50 <laughs> centimeters thick. Um, but, but if you go off, you're usually plowing into hopefully soft snow. And the cars did get damaged. There was a GT3 there, 991, that got ripped apart, mate. Did it? Ripped apart. No. Luckily, a very rich guy just bat his eye <laughs> Didn't care. I was like, what the hell? But they're not expensive to repair, you know? No, he they're seemed not. very casual about the whole thing. But but in essence, you can kind of, you know, spin off at quite high speeds and not really have too much uh, injury to yourself or the car. So I do recommend that. Look at that. Perfect timing. Well done, Perfect. Tony. Well done, Tony. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for, for tuning in and for watching. As I say, if you are here on YouTube, make sure you are subscribing for the future episodes to come. Every Sunday night, you will be getting an episode with either myself and Tony or myself and a guest or myself Tony and a guest how exciting would that yeah. be but if you do want to just listen to us you can go over to soundcloud.com for slash seen through glass or iTunes podcasts by searching behind the glass or seen through glass um, I feel like we should set up some like Instagram or Twitter page for behind the glass as well yeah that getting ahead of ourselves yeah. a bit but anyway um, uh, give it a thumbs up if you've enjoyed it and we will catch up with you very very soon goodbye see you guys <laughs>